never heard the song before that winning time. Really? Oh, you know the song? <laughs> yeah, because you know, because like I said, you know, you know where I went to high school. There was a lot of, uh, you know, that's, you know, that, you know, that type of, you know, that rock type of uh, Bob Seger, the Leonard Skinner, you know. Is this uh, Let the Midnight Special shine, shine? Like, Let the Midnight Special. No, is that that's CCR. That's, that's, that's CCR. No, is that Bob the Seger? Midnight Special. Oh, yeah, is that Bob Seger? Remember that was in Twilight Zone, remember? What is Bob Seger? Um, the Risky Business song. Is he? Just take them wrong records off the oh, show. Yeah, yeah, is right, that Bob yeah, Seger? I think, I think you're right. This, the other one's CCR, though. <laughs> Let the midnight spin. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's John Fogarty. I hear that's Fogarty. You're right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I think Bob Seger, I'm going to get into a deep dive with the Bob Seger catalog. Oh, yeah, I can do him, too. Like I said, like I like high school, that was like, you know, I mean, that wasn't everybody's, those people I used to hang around with. That's used to play this in their, in their pickups. A lot of pickups. So you know the song? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> After all that, I thought you were chastising me for not knowing the song. You don't know the song either. No, I do know it. Yeah, I mean, like I said, like... like. Oh, Bob you do Seger know the song? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bob Seger was, like, well played back in the, in my high school days. Got it, got it. This is uh, Bevon Microbrew Monday. I'm Leonard. And I'm Gregory. And we're going to really kind of try to focus on the uh, the winning time episode, too, which might as well just call it the bird episode, right? Yeah, the Larry Bird episode. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you one thing. I liked it. I I, this, this, I, I like the episode. I like it, it. it. It's actually probably the best episode of the season so far, I would say. Yeah, yeah, I like it. It's very, it's, <laughs> man, you, you learn some uh, some some emotional stuff that happened, you know, with, with Larry Bird, which I had completely forgot about or didn't even, didn't even know. I'm assuming that all this stuff is uh, true, right? With the dad, yeah, it's a, it, it's a little bit Oof. out of uh, the time frame. Might be a little bit off, but it's yeah, it's it definitely everything that happens in there, with the exception of maybe like the final scene, something happens in there that that it was a little late threw it in for just for just for like effect. But pretty much everything that happens in there wow. does happen. The major events. All right, let's uh, go with our beer for today. It's a Green Cheek Beer Company. Do you have Do you have it out there? Yes, I do. What do we got today? It's uh yeah, one of our favorite breweries, local brewery over here, Green Cheek Beer Company. The beer is called the Here We Are, Belgian style white ale, also known as a Vit beer. Uh, it's made with California oranges and coriander. And it, and that's, and it that's a typical. Yeah, that's, that's typical, typical for that adjunct, right? For the Vit beer style, that is correct. All right, let's get this. And you said you found your year one glass, right? Is that correct? Oof. Like dun dun <laughs> dun, dun. <laughs> like the obvious. Uh, this is um, this is I I don't know I'm not I sure what kind of style this is. It's like a stange, but it's not. What is this? A tapered stange? You know, yeah, it's like it's like a combination stange with the uh, I want to see like the you know like those IPA glass that kind of like they're like almost like a tulip. They're like I don't know. Oh, gosh, I have to I would have to show you the style, but it's like a short. Uh, almost a short tulip with a thicker like bottom area. Yeah, is that, like a conic? That. is that a conic something? I don't it's think a, so. I, I think forget it's what it's area. called. I saw it as IPA glass. Like whenever you, everybody has different names for everything. Okay. I, I was I just I just I just had a uh, I just had a moss of a of a of a German beer recently. You remember the moss glasses? That one liter uh, mug glass mug they have. Yeah. This is high. I'm getting high oranges in the on the aroma for the on the nose of this. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's um, you know, it's got the smell. It's got the uh, I mean, probably probably the most well known of the style is the uh, what's it called? Um, gosh, now I'm, of course I'm gonna draw a blank. Right when I'm thinking of Who Garden, 
Who Garden would be oh, like yeah. the, uh, like the uh, what do you call it? The, uh, bench the classic style of this uh, example of this beer. You can very smell the oranges. Too. Very, yeah, very carbonated. carbonated. You can smell the oranges and the coriander. So this is uh, should be refreshing on a uh, the day after Hurricane 88 degree temperature. <laughs> yeah, that's so weird. We got to talk about that a little bit too. Like, <sighs> like uh, I figured you had it worse than I did because you got a mountain behind, or a hill behind you. I mean, oh yeah. Yeah, I thought landslide. I thought the landslide. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Like, yeah. yeah. Here we go. Cheers. Cross it. Man, that orange is strong. Ooh, the coriander strong. Man, that is excellent. That is good. That is very good. It's almost like it's almost that orange. It's like the, you get the orange wedge on the glass. Like you just squeeze that into the beer, and that's what yeah. it tastes like. I would say this is more pronounced to the uh, the adjuncts, and this are more pronounced than in Who Garden. Who Garden's a little bit more subtle. Like uh, this, this I mean, you could you could taste the California orange in there. Yeah, I might, I need to uh, I need to be uh, the uh, have a six pack of this and mow my lawn. Uh, on yeah, a yeah, yeah, yeah. Eighty uh, degree this, temperature. It, yeah, even though it's gonna take a while for like the things to dry up, right? Now you know what? Everything was dried up. I went on the back. Literally everything that's like was wet yesterday is all dry now. <laughs> well, I don't know how you go from a category four hurricane to like three, two, one, and now it's a tropical and then storm. Nothing, and then just tropical storm, and then it's just like, and you know, I, I get it. The, you know, the weird thing about like being a meteorologist or, or even like you know, a reporter, how they do it. Is why can't uh, we wait, be told? Hang, hang on a second. Uh, okay, never mind. Go ahead. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah, like why can't we be told like more general the areas? Because when they say like LA is going to be hit, uh, there's there's they're saying like if you live in these type of areas, right? Like specific. If you live in the concrete jungle, you're probably gonna not going to have any problem whatsoever. But if you're like like living in an area maybe closer to the, to the beaches, the mountains, like a rural area, the desert, yes, you're going to have a problem. But you know, I mean, you know, you know, everybody goofs on our uh, our our what's what's it called? What's the what's the water thing called? The um, the, the LA ba- River the basin, thing? the basin. Yeah, everybody goofs on it. But when they were showing it, though, it never once did it look like it was like you know it was flowing and it was going. Never once did it look like it was gonna like overflow, and then you know uh, the water would come up the side. So, so I'm a little bit like uh, it's like I feel like you know like they gotta be more specific when they say these events are gonna happen. I'll tell I'll tell you what was more uh, shocking for me yesterday. It wasn't the the storm. Hillary was nothing. It was that little earthquake we had. Because <laughs> uh, I because because I was sitting on the ground and I felt it. Nobody else felt it, but I felt it. I was well, telling you, I got the warning five second. Amazing technology. I got the warning five seconds before yeah. it occurred. I got it. It was I got it as as it was going on. So I would have already been like squashed already. <laughs> so <laughs> like intruder alert, intruder alert. And, yeah. and it literally it literally says like this is like like get out into like a like drop like drop and roll or yeah. something like that. Yeah. I literally got it five seconds before it. So this is what happened. I got the alert. My dogs went to the window because obviously oh. they know they're no. And then it yeah, hit yeah, them. yeah. Yeah. So it's like the damn the darn warning thing was more sensitive than the dogs. Yeah, the that's man. Like that's, I just imagine having a bunch of like a lot of dogs like at Caltech or wherever, like the- <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that is Caltech for you, man. That, that's brilliant. Five a good five second. Think They're getting it. better five, and better. The, uh, the Japanese music. I've seen second, that before in a ah, live stream. Sorry. Stop talking. <laughs> what were you saying? I'm sorry. What are you saying? <laughs> no, I've seen that before on a live stream or the in Japan. The the Japanese technology uh, might even be like better at that. Like the like I think I saw it must have been like around maybe it must be five or ten seconds before it happened to get the alert. And then, it, and then, and then all of a sudden, you know, Japan has pretty pretty strong earthquakes. Yeah. So theirs might be a little bit better when they send out the information. 
And five seconds can be the difference between between life and death, depending on the magnitude. So I mean, even the five second warning is substantial. True, true. That is true. Yeah. Uh, let's see. You want to do a brief recap of UFC before we get to winning time? Uh, yeah. Let me see. There was two fights, the big fight, two big championship fights, and then one that was kind of like we kind of I don't know if I would say goof on goof on it, but it was Chris the Chris uh, Chris Weedman fighting against Brad. Was it Brad Tavares? Yeah, and uh, and you know it was kind of like a gosh, I can't say it was a loser leave town match, but for Weedman, he had lost six out of his last eight fights, and who, yeah. who had not fought in in two years from a broken leg, yeah. which you know, so I mean, you knew he wasn't going to win, but at least he did last. I mean, you know, someone's like he, he lasted, so I'll give him that. Yeah, but you know what though, it doesn't show you that that leg's not the same. And then the the Taveras went after both legs. Both oh legs yeah, were like he was bad. kicking him around. Yeah, 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 yeah. He knew. It was a, he Although was a he had fight. two years to heal, though, you know, I, you know, was that the fight with the guys whose leg could, couldn't stand on his legs? Who was that fight? What was that fight? Mm, was that the same no. fight? No, I think it was. A, there was another one like that. Yeah, there was another well, they, one. The guy just kept on attacking his legs, and the guy couldn't even stand up anymore. Yeah, who was that? Shoot. I can't remember, but yeah. So, oh, 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 the Neil Magny fight. Man, that Magny oh, was it Magny? Yeah, that dude Ian Gary kept on attacking Magny's legs. And Magni couldn't even stand on his leg. It was over mm. for him. Yeah, yeah, I missed that one. So that one I didn't see. Uh, and then uh, Wiley easily beat Amanda Limosh. To smother just, her through the fight. That's basically yeah. yeah. And then the big one was the Sean O'Malley pulling the upset on Algermain Sterling, since Sterling was the yeah. favorite fighter. Somebody won $24,000 on that fight. Do you ever see a oh, little really? blurb that where they talk about like the highest... Yeah, bettors on the underdogs. Yeah, somebody put eight thousand on um, the uh, Lemos. Of course, she lost, so he lost that money. But somebody put eight thousand on uh, on the Sugar Shot, Sugar Change. Gosh, I'll never get that guy's name right, <laughs> Sean. And of course, he wins, so he won twenty four thousand bucks on that. And and you know, again, I think we talked about it. Uh, we said O'Malley was either going to knock him out in, in the first round, or it was going to go into the deep rounds, and then that favored Sterling. And then sure as heck. Uh, O'Malley knocked him out in the second round. Yeah, I was, I, I, I was still. I mean, I, you know, I made it. I, you know, I, I'm still. I wasn't. I still wasn't on the hype train for for Sean. I get well now. He's champion now, so now you now you yeah. can't be like you know. I mean, it's it's a possible that it's possible his next fight he doesn't defend the belt, which would make him a paper champion in my my mind. But it, the way he's looking right now, it's gonna. Gosh, man, who, who's gonna fight him? Like who? Like who's up for him now? I mean, who's there? Um, someone on the undercard had previously beat him, and so they're really? talking about yeah that Marlon Cheeto Vera. Yeah, but man, that's like that. I actually saw that fight too. That was yeah, kind of like uh, that wasn't that was kind of like a boring fight, and it was kind of it was it could have went both ways, right? It was like a decision. No, 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 no. I think you're. I think you're. I don't think that's the one. I think this is the yeah. one where he got injured, where uh, O'Malley got injured. I'm talking about that fight the night though. I'm talking about the that the 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 uh, the Cheeto fight that that same night because he was in that same card fighting against uh what was that guy Vera I think, and uh, it was a close fight. It was like it was I thought it could have went oh, both oh, ways. Oh, you mean Munoz versus you mean Munoz, Munoz versus, versus Vera. Cheeto. Yeah, it was yeah. a boring fight. You're right. You're right. Yeah. I expected more from them too because those guys yeah, are I, good fighters. I can't imagine him getting a a a, a chance of the title off that performance. Yeah. Well, it's funny because I think we talked about that Sterling said he was going to go up a weight because he walks at 175, and so to cut 40 pounds of weight was tough for him. 
But then oh, he yeah. said, like, hey, I can't go up. I'm, these guys are knocking. He's knocking me out. Like, if I go to up a weight class, I'll get my lights cleaned, uh, my clock cleaned. O'Malley's worse. like a skinny dude. If I go up, these guys are going to be more ripped, more heavier. And this guy's like a like like a wet noodle, and he still beat me, you know. He he brilliantly, I mean, and I will say brilliantly, counter-striked oh, no. Aljo and her for that knockout. I mean, he really did time it perfectly, and uh, and he's a knockout guy. Like when you take yeah, a look at his highlight reel, I don't know how we, I don't know how he generates enough force because he's got those noodle arms. He's not a muscular guy. There's no muscle no. on him. He he's got like a weird lanky body. It's very thin. But I guess when he's throwing punches, they come out like, uh, like, I, like I imagine Holly, like in the uh, the Outsider, when she, you know, like you know, like getting some coins and th- putting them like in a sock and just hitting somebody. With it. That's what I imagine his punches are like. They they come out like a baseball, like you know, when he when he throws it. I think I'm more like the mantis shrimp. You're familiar with the mantis shrimp? <laughs> the mantis shrimp's quick though, but that, that's like a quick it's poke, like a, like a it's, it's like, like a gunshot. Poke. It's, it's like a gunshot, velocity yeah. of a bullet. <laughs> that's funny. I'm gonna start calling him mantis shrimp. Like, imagine getting hit by a mantis. Can you imagine getting like you step on one and just like pops you? Like that's got that's got to cut right through your skin. It's funny because his hair looks like a mantis shrimp. Actually, I'm gonna call him. Start calling him, nickname him man, the mantis shrimp. Mean when it's just like in regular, like in the natural, like no, uh, like with all the color, like with all the colors, with yeah, all with the all the colors. colors. Yeah. The, man. <laughs> the man. I'm gonna start nicknaming the mantis. Shrimp. That's funny, and he don't care about. He loves that. He loves that style too. <laughs> Uh, so that was the big card. Not so, not so big, but the main fight was uh, was at least exciting. Yeah. Um, let's go to this winning time, or as I'll call it, the Larry Bird episode, which I think for me was probably the best episode of the season so far. Yeah, it's a good one. It's called the Second Coming. That's what, that's what who's that referred to? Is that referred to Bird? I think it's Bird. I think they're referring to Bird as as a. I mean, it, it could be said as for both of them, but who's second coming for the Lakers? It's got to be Bird. I forgot who the other guy that they were like, you know, like, oh, it's you're the second coming. Is it Kupchak, perhaps? <laughs> Gosh, that I don't understand. Obviously, I know Mitch Kupchak. Uh-huh. You know what's a, you know what's weird because you know we later on we found out that Shones was it Shones gets a, a traded. traded. Yeah, but the thing about it is, do you remember Shones on the Lakers? Mm-mm, not at I all. don't either. So, 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 so <laughs> I do remember Kupchak. I do remember oh, no, Kupchak. Yeah, Kupchak. Mitch Kupchak. Yeah. I didn't realize he was a high level guy. I think they mentioned like North Carolina. Like he's like a Tar Heel. I didn't think he was all that good back in the day. I mean, him and like like um, who's the other guy, the Rambus. I didn't. I yeah. thought they were there more for like their physical stature. Maybe, maybe I'm wrong. Yeah, no. and it was a give like uh, I think he's a, I think is Kupchak a center? No, I don't think he was a center. I don't think he was that. He big. was a sub guy to give the guy some guy some a break. Oh, was Remember, it? Like the yeah, he was like a he was never really a starter for the Lakers. He would come in like I, Rambus and just so the, to give the starters a little yeah, break. Yeah, I don't remember because you know they make it sound like he's a star. Like oh, you know he's he's a star. Maybe yeah. he was like in college. But yeah. I never saw him that way, you know. In fact, when you when you go like, oh, cup chips coming, in, we kind of go like, oh, like oh, oh, like grown. Like <laughs> there, here, goes, here the we go. there, goes, yeah, the there goes the lead. There goes the lead. Yeah. Oh, Certain names when you hear them coming off the bench, you're like, oh yeah, we're like we're in, we're back in the game. I think I think I saw him as he was the guy to sub out the starter to get the starter's yeah, got to yeah, get right. a couple a break, so he's got to yeah. he's got to come in. Uh, I'm trying to figure what position he played. North Carolina Tar Heels, yes, power forward center. Power forward, okay. So and he's like about what six, center. six nine, six ten, or something like that. Uh, he is six nine. You're right. I I think he might have come in and subbed out for Kareem for a little bit, maybe. Yeah. Well, he would if he's a power forward. Then yeah. Uh, let's see. 1982 Celtics win. We see red and actually uh, it's 1981. Was it 81 or 82? Uh, I have 82 on my notes, but it could be a oh. typo. No, actually, you might be right because 80. No, because 80, 80, 81. Maybe, oh. Actually, I think it is 81, actually, because it was the 80-81 season. The Lakers had won in 79. 
Okay. Yeah, my mind my notes, maybe. Uh Red Auerbach and Larry Bird are celebrating on one end, and we see Jerry Buss and Magic are all upset about it. And then we keep on saying, um, is this a new motif where you see like the projector film kind of like skip? That's not oh, yeah. every episode, is it? No, it is. It's been in is a it few. really? Yeah, it's been in a few. Oh, okay. Uh we go back to 1974 French Lick. Indiana, which seems kind of a disturbing city to live in, but hey, who am I to judge? Um, Bird has left Indiana University to go back home, and so yeah, we see this. I, I totally forgot that. about this too, because you know, I, I I I forgot, you know, which college that I thought it was. I thought it was Indiana. I thought he was he was one of uh, what's his face's uh, Knight's oh, uh, sure. uh, disciples. Yeah. When you realize that he's not, he wasn't. He only he lasted like a, like a few months there, or even a month, basically. Yeah, so then the dad's upset about him leaving, saying, you know, you're supposed to be better than me, and now you're like a quitter too. And he has that uh, scrapbook uh, that he keeps with all of uh, Larry Bird's uh, accomplishments and accolades. Yeah, that's very that that's that's true too. What happens is uh, Bird goes there, I think a month, lasts a month, can't handle it. He wow. comes back and he goes to community college for a bit in uh, where he's at French Lick, or somewhere around there. And then ultimately, we see later on that it's the uh, Indiana uh, was it you know. What's the, state, uh, the other state. one? It's Indiana State, you know, yeah, that he goes to the Sycamore. I believe they're called the Sycamores or something like that. The, the uh, tree? That's a tree? Yeah, <laughs> I believe so, tree. yeah. Then he joins them and leads them to great success. Uh, well, not not the pinnacle because we, we oh, yeah. fire that. 33 and 0, and then they have the well, – <laughs> the weird thing about this game is I remember this game. Now, I don't know if I saw it live or they replayed it after, like, maybe years later, but I remember this game when it happened, and they even say like, it's one of the most highest-rated high school games of, or, sorry, college games of all time. That uh, you know, it was it was two big guys, Larry Bird, off a team that really should have been they were you know they weren't they shouldn't even be contenders. You know, he he brought this little this smaller Indiana school up, and then it was Magic Johnson who was getting like a lot of accolades, and they went head to head. And th- there is that one cool clip though where you see like that you see Magic like 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 uh, cutting down the uh, <laughs> the, 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 the net, yes. <laughs> yeah, you realize that. Larry Bird had a horrible game that I think he went seven for 20 something. In oh that boy. Game. Choked, yeah, he, he choked. That, yeah. That was one of those games where he just didn't, I guess too much pressure, I guess. Uh, we see magic has that summer camp and there's a oh, that's fantasy funny. sequence where all the kids are talking smack. That about is you. funny. <laughs> that thing is fun. Those kids are just ripping them apart. Like, oh. like, like Larry Bird's better than you. <laughs> like Larry Bird would have passed that ball. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Yeah. Uh, and then at the tail end of that scene, Coop's talking to Magic about, hey, they're, they're giving me a contract, basically, for I'm going to be a Laker for life. Oh, yeah. And that that gets Magic starting to think about renegotiating his contract because, yeah. uh, especially with the injury, the fresh off the injury for the leg. Yeah. Uh, Buss is interviewing all the staff members about what went wrong. And so um, Paul West has blaming the management, like saying, hey, like they, they, they're, 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 exerting too much control over like my my coach my coaching and yeah. my players yeah my i simply he wants more power <laughs> like i want more power like uh, give me more power uh west blames paul of course saying like, like he hey. wants him gone like i want him gone <laughs> oh pat 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 is new pat has been yeah. supportive of paul up to this point and we see a turn of that later yeah, on, i have but... him as diplomatic i, have him, I put him down yeah. as like pat is like diplomatic he's not like saying this is bad or you know he's, he's supportive but he's not going against the jerry at this point oh you mean uh paul against paul he's not going against either of them he's not going yeah. against paul or he's just kind of like more he's, down the line he's like lukewarm water he's like yeah, the Derek yeah. smalls of the uh, of the team yeah that's that's correct yeah uh, and then Norm immediately throws magic under the bus. Oh yeah. Uh, I'd say that's a continuation from that last episode. 
And it's funny because Norm's saying, hey, he had he had four people open. And I think even Chick Hearn was open. Like, yeah, even, even Chick was Chick. open. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, Chick, like, they just show shit. <laughs> oh, let's see. So Magic's asking for an extension of the contract we talked about. Um, we see Je- Jeannie Buss has that tennis team. And she's trying to pick oh, up yeah. uh, Martina Navratilova. That's which funny. Is kind of a cool that is cool. Yeah. Right? There's also the the uh, the side story is that one of his uh, one of her brothers is the boyfriend of I, I try to look up I try to look her her up and I couldn't find who she is. So, no so I had good. a hard time. Yeah, probably no one I, good. She I guess she was like a rising star, but apparently obviously she's not. You know we know we, we know Martina. Martina was massive back in the day. So yeah. Yeah, I think he. I think I think he says Anna, and right away you start thinking of Anna Kornikova. Well, but when look, you look her up, young, yeah, so young. That's exactly what I did. Yes, I look up Anna like champ, you know, like tennis players, and all that's going to come up is Anna Kornikova. So you can't. It's almost impossible to do it. Uh, Let's see. So the Monopoly night is the family night, but for some reason, all the guys bring their girl, their girlfriends. They all got their to the family night. Yeah, yeah, that's what's yeah, and he's got Honey there, and Honey's already like starting to like get like get too into like she's becoming too like she's already the mom already. Yeah, so she's already like annoying. A uh, nice uh, tab cola reference in there because we, oh, yeah, we used to yeah. drink that a bunch when we were kids. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's... Why do we drink that? That's like that. That had like saccharin in it, <laughs> like the substitute sugar substitute, lemon, right? and a little bit lemon. That's oh yeah, that was good. Uh, let's see. We see Larry. So then we go back to the Larry Bird story. Every time, every time he has a break at work, he's like taking, uh, he's playing basketball, shooting. Yeah. Uh, and then he gets the notification that his father died in a suicide. And you're saying that that's true. Correct. That is absolutely correct. Now I, I couldn't find how he, how he died, but it's, yeah, he did die of a suicide. The other thing that, uh, you know, other things they mentioned about the father was he was a Korean, Korean war veteran. So okay. he might've had problems, you know, post, you know, the syndrome PTSD PTSD he probably had that you know probably you know with the family I think he was divorced from the wife you know things like that and probably the one you know and it's probably true the one highlight was the uh was Larry Bird you know probably yeah. all through high school you know high school he was a star and I think he and I, and I was reading that um they they changed the 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 time of death I think because he dies like after when he's like I think it's like a like a little bit before like he's in college. So he might that might not be like that. That scene might have happened like a little bit differently. Oh, okay. Um, let's see. Bus and honey are back together again. Magic's still trying to get Cookie back. Um, and then so they're having this meeting about cup check, and it's you know, West and uh and um and West Westhead and Jerry West. And then Pat's outside the door. He's like and walking he, and wandering around like <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And so we find out that Paul didn't invite Pat to this meeting uh, strategically. I'm assuming, even oh, though he absolutely. says, "Oh, I forgot." Absolutely. <laughs> and so, uh, and so, everyone's against uh, Westhead getting Cupjack, and Cupjack says he's the future of this organization. <laughs> like what? <laughs> and in addition, he wants to hire another assistant. Oh coach. yeah, that's the blow right there. That's like the that's like the like what? Like wait a minute, like, huh? Uh, and then so after that meeting, Paul and and Pat have a little chat uh, about the missed meeting and the assistant coach. And clearly, Paul's trying to get Pat out. It looks like, or at least initially, trying to get him out. Yeah. And and we saw that tension rising from the last episode where oh, Paul yeah, yeah. feels like Pat's kind of acting. Out Something's going to have to give, and we know history's going to show us what happens. But it's either going to be, uh, um, what's um Riley leaving, or it's going to be uh you know Paul <laughs> leaving. So it's going to go either way. 
Uh, we see Bird playing more basketball during the break. We see the Indiana State coach uh, scoping him out, saying he wants him to play and show up to yeah. one of the practices. So then I, I guess in the, there's a little subtitle on the screen that says, like, in fact, like he did practice in jeans. Where oh, yeah. Bird shows up to the for the practice and he's wearing like like uh, boots and and jeans basically. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. and schools everybody. Oh yeah. <laughs> You know, like arrogantly, like I lost track of how many points I scored on your guy. Like I thought you said there's going to be competition here. Oh yeah. Um, but I, but I, I assume at some point in those those three years that he was at, at the uh, Indiana State, they had to have like started get, recruiting better players, right? Because I don't I don't think Bird came in immediately and made them a good team. I think they had to get a, more pieces for him to get that 33 and 0 run in the final season. They had to have like you know they had to have like oh we got Larry Bird on our team, you know. That's a good question, though. And at college basketball, can you build a team from what? What, what can one person make the team? I think probably, so. probably though. No absolutely, right? yeah, absolutely, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, let's see. So, bus is in for cut check for eight hundred thousand dollars. Just a lot of money <laughs> back then, at least. But yeah, then there's a sure. lot. But then again, um, Cooper got that big raise too. What was it, like two hundred thousand or something? Yeah, like three hundred thousand. That's 300, nothing compared to eight hundred. I mean, eight hundred is that, like that, almost that's times true. Yeah, but Cooper thought he was going to get traded. He was only getting what thirty thousand. He thought he was going to get traded. And then they got to throw in Jones to to sweeten the pot, and so, oh, yeah. and so he blows up that that the actor of that scene. He does a good job in that scene too, because like like I, I like like I feel like he really is mad. And so and so again, the, the, those guys try. I think those guys, the other guys, the man upper management guys, really trying to cause chaos because they're saying like we talked to Pat. Uh, before they talked to Paul about that, about the Kupchak and the, the Jones trade. And so like, it's all, it all makes Paul look bad. It also makes yeah. it, makes it look like the, that he's being undermined at every given turn. So um, of course, you, which as you said, when Jones finds out he's been traded, he's all, he's super upset. Oh yeah. yeah. And then we, then that, that dovetails into the whole bigger argument between uh, Pat and Paul Riley. Yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah. Something has to give eventually, and of course, we know history. History shows us what happens. <laughs> Throw in some pomade, uh, pomade later. Oh yeah, like a suit, pomade, <laughs> GQ. Yeah. I believe, like a I believe, ring, like ring I believe Riley Riley was on the cover of GQ magazine a few times, if I'm not mistaken. Probably, yeah. Um, so they're fighting, and and Pat's kind of reading the writing on the wall that his days are numbered if something doesn't change. Do we yeah. do we know when he takes over or no? We didn't figure. I'm that still. Out? I'm not. I didn't, yeah, I didn't look that up. Uh, we see Red at Larry Bird's house, and so here's a weird thing, and we talked about this before. Um, Red is already the Red's the Celtics already drafted Bird from the previous that is year. Correct. That is correct. But Bird hasn't signed onto them, so that I'm assuming correct. he I'm assuming he entered the pool early, um, during his junior year. I'm I'm assuming no. Yeah, that that sounds correct. That does sound correct. Or or maybe Magic won the ch- oh maybe the other maybe the other maybe he got it the wrong way. Maybe Magic won as a junior against Bird as a senior because they're not the oh, same recruiting class, right? No, yeah. Bird, Magic's Bird, Bird went the year, the year first. Yeah, yeah. Magic's after a year after. So maybe maybe that whole uh final final between Bird and Magic happened during Bird's senior year and Magic's junior year, which means Magic yeah. had to come back another year, probably. That is correct. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. Yeah. Cause you're right. Cause they do get them early. They get them like early. And it's like, hey, are you going to stick with us? Are you going to go back into the draft? You know, like we, we want to know you're committed. Like you were, he's actually, he was actually the number six pick. I guess Boston has a six, which is weird because okay. like they're like, like, you know, they're like a championship team. But for some reason, they got the number six pick. 
and uh, he was the number six pick for them. So he's saying, if you want to stay out another year, you're going to go back into the draft, but then you're going to go up against Magic, and all people are going to remember is that Magic beat you in the finals. So, like, that's yeah. not going to be a good look for you. Yeah. Um, he does. He, uh, Bird does his full tenor, though. I know he does his full tenor at the very something that college kids don't do anymore. He actually did it. Magic is talking with Bus, and the Bus is trying to lock him in for twenty five years at twenty five. Yeah. Years. What? That's yeah. Twenty. Damn. That's a. But I, it, you know. Back then, I, was, I, I should have looked it up to do the math on what $25 million back in 1981 was. But, um, yeah, I mean, it sounds like a lot. Obviously, nowadays, $25 million is nothing when you see how much the right. contracts are. But back then, I'm sure that's probably like, it's got to be at least, what, over $100 million. It's got to be like a big number. But basically, yeah. this is there. he's going to be an old man. Like, he's going to be like injured, old, but 25 years, hey, don't matter. You got to pay me for that. So I think two things. I think one, Bus knows he's getting a deal because it's it's oh, really, yeah. you're right. It's a relatively cheap deal now. Yeah. yeah and then yeah. he realizes that once man once Magic's done, he's probably just going to move him into management anyway. And he's still got him locked in for 25 years. That is true. Yeah, that's true. And no matter what happens, he'll be here. He's, you know, he's just Magic's a charismatic guy. You know, and then eventually we find out that Magic will become a great businessman. So it's like you know, so yeah, you know, he follows in that that Bus line. And you're taking them off the market for other teams, so True. it's a, it's a, it really is a win win for bus no matter what happens. Yeah. I, interesting enough, this is back in the day when I've gosh, I want to say there's more loyalty. I think they kind of point that out. Oh, like, yeah, Magic was a Laker for life. The uh, and Bird was a was a Celtic for life. I think 13 yeah. years for Bird. So that's like you know that's 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 pretty that's pretty rare nowadays. You don't see that anymore. It's hard to you know. You don't see that. Kobe. Kobe probably was Kobe. Maybe one Kobe. Of the Kobe's biggest examples. Yeah, yeah. of uh, one true. team for life. Because I mean, even Michael Jordan went to uh, Washington, right? The Did Bullets. He go to Washington? Did he? Yeah, I remember. Remember when he? Uh, I just remember he played retired. baseball. No, I remember he hmm. retired, and then I think he bought ownership in a team, and then played for played really? with them briefly. Yeah, that's like say that the Manny Mota type thing, where like, I'm like <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. What do you think? I mean, look at Shaq. Shaq's been bouncing around a bunch of teams. So. Oh yeah, Shaq's all over the place. Yeah, forget about Le- LeBron. Money all talks. over the place. Yeah, money talks. Oh yeah. Um. So Magic and Cookie are talking, and Cookie's saying, "Hey, I'm ready to come. Uh, I'm oh, ready yeah. to be with you, but not in L.A." And he's like, "What?" Yeah, Magic <laughs> says something funny though. <laughs> funny. What does he say? He was like, "I'm marrying the Lakers." Like, <laughs> 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 I thought that was funny. And then we have that meeting with uh, with Norm and Bus and Magic, where where Norm's like, "Hey, I'm glad that I get to have breakfast with you by myself." And then, like, oh yeah, Magic's, Magic's there, just like <laughs> kind of like he's basically he's the what's it called, the cock of the walk. Like he's just like kind of strutting around, and like he knows what's up. But it's you know it's kind of cold blooded because you know like you know Bus and Magic are like a thing, so everything you know, and basically they they railroad Dixon like yeah. you, want, you, you know we could trade you you know. Speak now, or it's a part of the marriage. Speak now, or forever hold your peace. And yeah, shut yeah. Up. You can you can take out, you can get out of here, or we could, you know, you know, people like you. You're a good player, but you know, yeah. So basically, put up or shut up is is what's going to happen. And so yeah. then, of course, Norm's. Uh, at any point, do you think this Norm in it for its ego? Is he in it for the the championship? Because I mean, you I want ma- you want well, you want magic there though, right? Yeah, yeah. I think so. I think yeah. I think I think that, I think that's the glory of a championship. Uh, let's see. So they, they, so Norm like, probably reluctantly agrees that we're going to let bygones be guy, bygones. Yeah. Um, reluctantly. And you know, he's still holding like a, like <laughs> anger. And, and then we have the ending scene with bird returning back to the home after he's won the championship and has all the Celtics gear on. And then he pulls out that scrapbook and puts in that, uh, the newspaper clipping for the Celtics winning. 
And then we see that that Magic Johnson picture like peek out at him, kind of laughing at him still. Yeah, you know, I was just thinking about that, but because, like I said, the math doesn't really add up on when his father like like passed away. So somebody else would have to, you know, I think I was done more for the for the series because like the math doesn't add up, the dates don't add up. Well, how that would get in there, you know? So like they just they just put that on purpose, like a show like a rivalry because even Bird kind of looks like annoyed, like he's like <laughs> you know. Uh, again, the casting is stellar on this show. They give the bird yeah. guy a little bit more to do in this episode. It's his episode. And uh, probably, like I said, probably the best episode of the season so far. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, any other comments about the uh, winning time? <clears throat> no, like I said, like, like you said, it's a, it's a really good episode. I enjoyed it. Uh, what do we got? So we're going to do, a, we're going to sneak in a th- yet a third episode this week of Bevon doing the review of Ahsoka on uh, the it debuts, two episodes debut on Tuesday. We're going to do a Wednesday review of it, just to crank it out and turn it around real quick. Oh. Yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Ow, ow. <laughs> and, and then we have the Saturday episode. The Saturday episode, I have the agenda out now, and it's um, we're going to do... Um, the last episode of Prime Awful. I think we'll finally be done with that. Uh, we're going to do Justified, uh, the original show, episode four. Um, we're going to do the Bear episode four. Uh, that Cobwebs movie you wanted to check out. So we're going to add that. And then are we going to are we going to try to finish up that If It Bleeds book? I'm about halfway done with the last story. So okay, so that means yeah, we're we're going to do a little skip on uh, Degrassi though for this week. We need a one week uh, respite from it. Basically. Oh, like now. I can't do cobweb. I cannot do. I cannot. I cannot oh, no, do I, cobwebs yeah, yeah. and if it yeah, bleeds yeah. and the grassy. Well, something's got to fold. <laughs> something has to give. Yeah, something got to give. There, there mm. might be a small chance I might be recording from Aerosmith on Saturday. Small Ooh, chance. It's our anniversary. Nice. It's our anniversary. So I might. Nice. I might. Um, cool. do a, a show from the, the old school. Uh, one of the original. Wait, what was it like? A twenty fifth, a twenty eighth anniversary? Something crazy. Is it? Wow. Yeah, I went down forever. there one time. Remember, I went, went down. Did I go down there with you, or was it uh, Tony? I went down there with. I don't know if we've been down there. Did you go to the new one or the old one? Oh man, I think it was the old one. So all I remember, oh, all I remember is there was like a bus, like a like a like like a beer. Oh yeah, yeah, that was, was that, us. That, I think oh. I think that was us. It was a big <laughs> like tour a college bus. beer thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That I think that was us, and we we and we had to wait in line forever because of the stupid uh, bus, the beer bus tour thingy. Yeah, that was weird. That's something you don't you don't really uh, see in uh, craft beer like uh, places. Let me see if I got this twenty uh, eighth anniversary this Saturday. Lots of uh, barrel age uh, speedway, <laughs> speedway stout, right? Shoot. Mm-hmm. So maybe I might do that. If I do have to drop you off a few Alesmith cans uh, on the mm. way over there. They have cans um, in it? Well, everything's in cans now. They have the Speedway set in cans. Gosh, had man, I, miss, I miss those 750s of, of Speedway. <laughs> I mean, even though it's a lot. I mean, but you know, but you know, remember, you know, back in the day, that's, I mean, I mean, that's all you can get was a 750 of, uh, of Alesmith. Yes. Yeah. Oh, and then I just did my adjuncting this. Uh, this uh yesterday I did my adjuncting of my stout. So probably gonna bottle that maybe this weekend, perhaps. Okay. Uh it's I'm telling you, it's gonna be coconutty and chocolatey, um, guaranteed this time. Okay. <laughs> I'll be the judge of that. <laughs> uh and a blind taste test you with like a like a craft beer um, Ooh, Imperial yeah, Stout yeah. adjuncted with mine and see if you can tell. You can difference. do that. You can do that because you know, you know how we have like you have the colored uh um um jars now. 
Yeah. You, you know, it's just for you, just you'll know which, which one is the, is the actual, you know, your creation and then the similar adjunct, you know, craft beer. You do that. Yeah, for do sure. It. So it. we'll do that coming soon. Uh, that's it. Anything else? No, I'm good. All right. This has been uh, Microbrews. I'm Leonard. And I'm Gregory. And we'll talk to you soon.